I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello and welcome, dumb bitches, to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast. Yep. Your favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sophie at Bingo Daddy. And I'm Ev at No Money No Honey. Welcome to this week's episode. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We're both deep in the depths of trying to secure apartments. Yeah. So you just a deposit mm-hmm. on a new place. And I just got off the phone about making up a fake landlord reference and a fake employer <laughs> reference. And I have a job interview tonight. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah. We're in a real state of unrest here at DBM headquarters. I've been home in um, two days. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look great. Do I? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to wash my hair in a sink before my job interview. <laughs> Let's go wash. Hire me. <laughs> Good for you. You know, if your hair is unwashed, maybe they'll think you're an environmentalist. <laughs> I was looking for part-time jobs online yesterday. We're really going through it here, okay? So I was looking through part-time jobs online yesterday, and I was like, ooh, maybe I have to be a receptionist at a car dealership. That's like a hot girl job. You love to think about that. <laughs> about hot girl jobs? No, working at a car dealership. <laughs> it's because the stupidest hottest girl that i know is a receptionist at a bmw dealership Mm. she's so stupid she's the best instagram because she always has a new boyfriend and she's like in love with him and then they break up and it's dramatic and then she posts all these inspirational quotes intermixed with like pictures of her ass on the beach it's amazing okay my coworker brought her boyfriend to work yesterday what she was had to like borrow the work truck for something. She was like buying IKEA furniture, okay. so they just like walked through. Yeah, yeah. But she's like really hot and really dumb. Mm-hmm. But she's like tall, so I thought that she would have like a big buff, like dumb boyfriend. You know what I mean? Nice. But yeah. uh, she doesn't. She has like a blonde, skinny, nerdy white boyfriend. What? And I was like, oh, now all I can think about is you guys like fucking while watching anime. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like I was so disturbed. And he was like cute, mm-hmm. but they were the exact same size. That's so And they kind of weird. looked like siblings. I hate that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. When people look like the person that they're dating, you think it's like owners look like their dogs thing? Do you think it's just like people are just attracted to people that look like them? Or do you think that people start to look more like each other as they date more? Most of the time, it's like features. You know, people have like the same coloring and stuff like that. I find that normally people either date other people that look a lot like them or they Mm. date people that look nothing like them, right? Like, yeah, whatever. So I feel like if you're dating someone that's the same race as you, you're more likely to date someone that looks very similar to you yeah because maybe it's like uncanny valley thing like if you're dating if like i'm white and i'm dating another white girl Mm -hmm. but she's like blonde Mm -hmm. it's like kind of disturbing okay (laughs) (laughs) because i only date brunettes yeah i only date people that have like the same coloring as me yeah i only date people with like dark hair and like brown eyes usually yeah like athletic people but 
like, I just don't like waspy people and I didn't grow up around it. I'm so weirded out by like adult blondes. Yeah, me too. And I'm comfortable around ethnically ambiguous people, but I'm also like only half white. I'm going to get myself canceled here, but I've always been attracted to like Mediterranean and like Middle Eastern and whatever. Native people too, obviously. I think you're just more likely to be attracted to what you were like grew up around or what you're conditioned to find attractive for whatever reason. Yeah. Also, like the men in my family are like big, like athletic guys. So even men that are average sized just seem like little boys. (laughs) No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess because like the boys in my family are just in like the two hundred plus club. Yeah, so that's what you're used to. I'm like, like, you weigh one seventy. Like, are you a little girl? All right, should we talk about stuff? Anyways, everyone send us the good vibes for getting jobs and apartments. Please. You know what the worst thing is? I'm not a great employee. I'm not to lie. Um, Me neither. I am. I think I'm a good part-time employee. Yeah. I think what makes me a bad employee it's is that full-time. is having to be there every day. Um, not everybody's I'm, meant to do that. I'm a small doses person. That's okay. We <laughs> Microdosing employment? Yes. Literally. <laughs> I think I tweeted about this, but I had it with my dad the other day and we met up and he was like walking his, that's his dog. He was like wearing such a cool outfit. He was like, Hey, oh my God, this is the third coffee shop I've been to today. I was like, wow. It was a one. It was like not even 1 PM. I was like, sweet. (laughs) That is you. That's literally me. And then I was like, uh, I'm just really struggling because I just want to find a way to make money, but like without really working. And my dad was like, yep, that's always the goal. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Did he give you any ideas? Yeah, he had lots of ideas. Yeah? Any good ones? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't listen. <laughs> my whole family's averse to work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonder that any of us are surviving. <laughs> yeah so everyone pray for us i am a good tenant though yes i always mm-hmm. pay rent on time yeah. like i don't let you my don't cause problems apart- with i'm not loud i don't let my apartments fall into like disrepair or whatever so people should rent to me even though i'm gonna give them fake information it's none of their business it's literally not honestly landlords it's none of your business who you're renting to <laughs> It's because in- housing should be free. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Tibet. How high can their standards be? Hey. <laughs> what does <that> mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about stuff? Sure. <laughs> Liz Warren was entrenched in a... Seth scandal, which obviously, like, proved to be fate or whatever this week, but it yeah. was really, really crazy and juicy when it first dropped. It was wild. Yeah, so Jacob Wall and Jack Butman kind of alt-right Trump-affiliated trolls yeah. basically hired this guy to make all these salacious statements about having a torrid affair with Elizabeth Warren. I wonder how much money they paid him to say that. <clears throat> I have no idea. Because, like, 
I don't think someone could pay me enough money to publicly go on record about fuck like fake fucking an ugly person. <laughs> I think Elizabeth Warren still looks pretty good for seventy. I wouldn't have sex with her. I would also not have sex with her. But if I did, she would be one thirty second native when I was done with her. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that shitty old joke? Like, when guys are like, you got any Italian in you? No? You want some? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm there, I'm there. I just got confused about the mechanics. Because, like, I've never had sex. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what I was implying either. (laughs) I feel like this guy probably, like, needed the money. Like, he had kind of a weird history in general. Like, he had lied about his military service. Okay. So he was, like, a former Marine, but he had lied and said that he had been deployed and he had, like, defended America against the Taliban in Afghanistan. Go off. But he was never deployed. He, like, lied about being decorated and stuff like this. Okay. And he said that he was deployed in... 2012 but he only actually served from like 2014 to 2016 and he never actually worked for the escort service that he claimed he was working for when he was hired for services by Liz Warren okay so he wasn't even like a like a provider <laughs> no he was he was he lied about stolen valor times too <laughs> he was not a prof- yeah exactly <laughs> he was not a professional uh ditch slanger the escort service's name is cowboys for angels <laughs> okay okay my question is like he claims that he had a torrid affair with Liz Warren, but he's mm-hmm. also saying that she hired him for sex, right? Yes. Which is it? <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> she, like, initially contacted him to hire him for sex, but apparently, like, it was, like, he claimed that it was multiple encounters and that it was, like, extremely harsh BDSM stuff. Right. And he pulled up his shirt and showed these stars on his back and said it was from a cat of nine tails. And that Elizabeth Warren had surprisingly violent sexual impulses. So, (laughs) Jacob Wool paid this guy to basically defame Elizabeth Warren like he did when he hired someone to say that Pete Buttigieg had, like, come on to this guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Robert Mueller. Mm -hmm. Jacob Wool is, like... He does this to every everyone, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Like a known... Troll. <laughs> troll, yeah, liar about sexual allegations. It's just... Okay, here's where I think they fucked up. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, she apparently claimed to this guy that she had an open marriage and that, you know, people do this all the time. Like, that, right. you know, political conferences are, like full of people like bringing in studs quote unquote this is what they said that she said but what's believable about this whole story is that we all know that like rich powerful people pay for sex yeah they pay for discretion absolutely of course so they have like interest in going through like agencies and stuff because like there's someone that they can sue if it gets out yeah and also like politicians are doing this sort of thing and do have strange sexual proclivities 
of course. Mm -hmm. What's not necessarily believable about this is that I think that, like, Elizabeth Warren is a woman. I don't think that... Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're a male sex worker, like, please correct me. But I think male escorts primarily work for men. I would agree with that. Men are the primary buyers of sexual services. Yeah. By far. This might be a hot take as well, but I just think women are less... Even, like, queer women or whatever are just less likely to pay for sexual services. Well, I just don't think they're horny enough. It's just, like, (laughs) not a thing that... You know what, though? Female politicians are famously high tea, so maybe they are horny enough to hire (laughs) young studs to... Maybe. Cowboys for angels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so disturbed by this entire thing. And I think... I, I'd be fine if I never saw a picture of a shaved chest with abs ever again in my entire life. <laughs> it's okay. He could. They could have just been like, had someone claimed that they had an affair with Elizabeth Warren. It didn't need to be this complicated because centrists are so fucking moralist anyways mm-hmm. that her cheating on her husband allegedly would have been enough to like fuck with people's perception of her. Brainer. This is just unbelievable. Exactly, yeah. Right? They, they went too far. Yeah. They went too far. There's so there's too much to believe. Yeah. You have to believe that Elizabeth Warren cheated on her husband. You have to believe that Elizabeth Warren cheated on her husband with a 25-year-old ex-Marine with shitty tattoos. Yeah. You right? have to believe that she claimed it was an open marriage. You have to believe that she paid for sex. Yeah. And that she's into whipping and beating men. The other thing is, too, I don't think that many heterosexual women are into performing violence on their partners. No, and especially not enough to pay money to beat up a random man. It was more believable when I thought that when they were saying that what she was asking for was surprisingly violent. I mean, I never believed it any way around, but she would want to get beat up. Yeah. Especially because she's a... She's, like, a powerful person. Yeah. Like, historically, I feel like this is, like, anecdotal and probably just a weird, like, piece of folk wisdom or whatever. But I think that there's this, like, stereotype which seems correct to me that people that are extremely powerful and, like, dominant in their, like, professional public lives tend to be, like, more submissive in their personal lives. Maybe. I don't and, know if that's necessarily true. And maybe not, but true. either way, like... Mm-hmm. It's just not realistic at all. Like, there's nothing about it that sounds believable. No. Besides the backstory of, like, escorts that work for agencies being, like... Former Marines. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> being, like, a plenty at political conferences. Oh, I believe but that. But they're, wo- they're women and young gay men. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, they're not... <laughs> Being solicited by, you know, Liz Warren and Kamala Harris. Harris. (laughs) Certainly not Kamala Harris. No. Yeah, no. And I'm sure, yeah, that's definitely a thing, but it's not out in the open. It's not like, everybody get a hooker tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah, no, of course not. Okay. Cowboys for angels. (sighs) Honestly, like... It's just laughable to think about Liz Warren. She seems frail. 
Yeah. Like to she picture her hitting someone with a whip is just really outside of the realm. I don't think she's the energy. No. <laughs> Plus, like, do 70 year old women want to fight? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard statistics about, like, STDs and stuff in nursing homes? Yeah. Super high. I thought people were just lonely. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> Okay, true. (laughs) (laughs) Statistically, old age homes have to have the same, like, male to female ratio as arts high schools do. What do you mean? Musical theater programs. There have to be, like, there have to be six or seven women for every man. Why? Because men die earlier? Yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Way earlier. But a lot of By the time you're old enough to be in an old age home, you're pretty old. The other thing, though, is Mm -hmm. that a lot of women, especially if they're not married anymore, Mm -hmm. don't like going into care. Like, you get a lot of, like, elderly women who have, like, been living alone in their house for, like, 20 years and are really struggling and, like, refuse to be put into some sort of, like... Yeah. Home, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like that drops the numbers a little bit. Oh, because they don't go into care. Yeah, as as often. Yeah, whereas men famously are in care for their entire lives. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the world's your nursing home, baby. <laughs> Dude, my older brother moved out of the house in with his girlfriend who was doing his laundry. They broke up. He moved back into my parents' house. My mom was doing his laundry. And then he didn't move out again until he had another girlfriend to live with who does his laundry. Does he know how to do laundry? I don't know. Probably not. He's 32 years old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. I guess we should talk about alcohol capsules. The thing that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> Let's talk about what everybody's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate ways to consume alcohol. Sustainable packaging for getting slizzard. Slizzard. <laughs> slizzard. I was thinking Bringing about- Bringing back slizzard. <laughs> that song came out the same year as the song I was thinking of today, mm-hmm. which is that dev song, In the Dark. It's this, like, weird fucking... It's not good. It's just, like, a club banger that samples I like to move it, move it. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) And I always associate that song and Like a G6 together. I always associate I Like to Move It, Move It with the Madagascar movie. Yeah. I wish that's what I associated it with. My uncle used to drive a bus for a really long time. Um... (laughs) And he would only play I Like to Move It, Move It on the bus, like, eight hours a day, all day. That's literally psychological <laughs> torture. The CIA really The it. CIA <laughs> should reach out to your uncle and ask him if he has any other ideas Techniques. for ways to make people absolutely lose their minds yeah. and unlock their secrets. Absolutely. Because I think he's onto something. <laughs> So Glenlivet, which is a company that makes expensive scotch, I think, (laughs) has released a product or has hinted at releasing a product, which is alcohol that comes in 23 milliliter capsules. And it's in like a soft casing. It's like almost like a liquid. Like a gel pill, basically. 
Yeah, like, but it's bitter. Like, think about, like, the, like, a bath, a liquid oh, bath bomb. okay, yeah, yeah. It's That's like, what it's like. Yeah. But smaller. Okay. This is good for people who drink alcohol to get drunk. That's what I was thinking. But, like, ideally, that's not why you consume alcohol. No. So people are like, oh, it's... <laughs> the article I was reading was, like, before we completely dunk on this product and we, like, start getting into punchlines, we should just acknowledge that it is cool that more and more companies are looking into sustainable packaging. And it's like, what are you talking about? Glass what and was, aluminum. Yes. What, what was the alternative? It's like, okay, yeah, a glass bottle of starch. That's sweet. We've been, we've been doing that. We've been pouring it in shot glasses, which we wash and then use again, right? <laughs> Like, what was the alternative to the 23 milliliter gel capsule? Was it, like, an individually packaged shot? Which is, like, in plastic Yeah, or like, something? what was like, going on? It's not any more sustainable than just a bottle of scotch. But, yeah, my immediate thought was that people are just going to use it to, like, problematically, like, drink during the day at work and stuff if they have problems. And you can smuggle it into events and stuff. Oh, yeah, true. It's like the mini version of taping a wine bag to yourself. Yes. True. Which is kind of glamorous. It is. But. Unlike. It's problematic. (laughs) Swallowing a capsule. That's kind of fun. Okay. That's a bit of cheeky fun. The wine bag? (laughs) To tape a wine bag to yourself. Absolutely. Because it's like, it's an event. Even a flask to the inner thigh. Is hot. Is hot. Yeah. But. (laughs) We all went to prom. (laughs) I don't drink anymore, so I can't, like... And also, objectively, I'm probably too old for this. I can't be, like, taping a flask to my inner thigh anymore. No. So now I just settle for taping a weapon to my inner thigh. Of course. Everybody wins. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, the thing about the capsule, though, is, mm-hmm. like, maybe it will help some people cut down on their consumption because the imagery of it is very, like, drug-based. Okay. Whereas people really don't associate alcohol with, like being addictive a lot of the time unless they actually have a problem right yeah but if you're popping pills filled with alcohol you might think about the fact that (laughs) right like the imagery is really different yeah definitely i kind of think that it's kind of dark and like okay here's my take i think it's neoliberal yes it is It is. Because it's like people are trying to like it's utilitarian. Exactly. Maximize their like productivity. Mm-hmm. It takes like what's fun and natural and like positive about drinking, which is that it's like it's not good ultimately, but people usually drink when they're being social. Yeah. Like- with their with their friends. Like they're sitting around having drinks in groups. That's positive, obviously, right? Yeah. This kind of is like Exactly, like, let's get as drunk as possible. In the least amount of time. In the least amount of time. It's like Soylent for booze. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, just do pills. (laughs) No, that's what it is, because it's like in a perfect world where, you know, everybody who in this situation can drink without it being a problem. Mm -hmm. You're like having a couple drinks with some friends, everybody's having a good time and not getting fucked up. Mm -hmm. And you're enjoying alcohol for the full experience 
which includes the process of drinking it. <laughs> like, <laughs> because the social contract kind of like, it's part of why it's so hard to like give up drinking. Yes. Is that because you realize what an important part of socializing, not necessarily being drunk is. But having but something to do and it, a reason to be there. Exactly. But like sharing conversation and like connecting over like food and drink is like an essential part of like honestly like the human experience yeah absolutely right and it's kind of sad to think about the fact that people will like presumably be in their like home slash office slash leisure pods just popping their little fucking booze capsules and then getting on like playstation live to get their like daily socialization (laughs) in or whatever i do think (laughs) It can be helpful if you're, like, in a pre-drink before going somewhere, like, to save money. Definitely. If you're going out for, like, you know, a concert or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I feel like these are going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. And also, it's, like, it's still weird to want to save time getting drunk. Yeah, it is. You know, to pop, like, a capsule before you go hang out with your friends. Yeah. It is still weird. I never pre-drink really yeah before i go to hang out with people so i don't really understand it uh, the important question is can you put it up your butt that's what i was just <laughs> thinking i was like well at least i can put it in my pussy now <laughs> vodka tampons who <laughs> um famously disinfected <laughs> my pussy sterile <laughs> I have an interesting anecdote about um, alternative alcohol consumption. Okay. So, have you ever seen those kits that they sell at, like, chapters and stuff that's, like, okay, this butt is... Butt-chugging chapters? No, it's not, it's not butt-chugging. <laughs> it's, um, it's, like, for, like, if you go on an airplane, you can, like, make a cocktail. It's, like, a stupid, like, gift that you can buy people. It has, like, all the, like, stuff to make, like, one type of cocktail. It's really stupid. No, I've never seen it's that. It's so stupid. Okay. So, it has everything that you need in it to make different types of cocktails, like, an old-fashioned or, like, whatever. You buy mm-hmm. the kit, except for the alcohol. Right. So, the person that made it mm-hmm. is Canadian. the guy that owns this business he actually worked for the organization that i used to work for Mm -hmm. and originally it was going to have powdered alcohol in it Mm. because he found a way to reduce alcohol into a powder and then you can mix it with water yeah so it was literally going to be everything you needed to make a cocktail including the alcohol yeah but it's illegal right to make alcohol in a non-liquid form because of regulations surrounding alcohol consumption yes yeah damn Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so dark. Yeah. Can you... I I just want to get rich in a stupid way. Yeah. Like making a tiny cocktail airplane kit. It's so stupid. I'm going to rob that guy. The only reason I know about <laughs> it is because he knows one of my friends. But like, I was thinking about the powdered alcohol and I was like, obviously this is illegal. Can you imagine mm-hmm. people fucking doing lines of powdered alcohol? Not good. No, really bad. Really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying no, but I'm nodding my head. Uh, No. Also, like, all the articles I was reading about it were like, now you can finally eat Tide Pods. And I was like, oh my god, people who write articles are so cringe. Being a journalist is cringe. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's embarrassing. Like, what is the... Who calls for these stories? 
You know what I mean? Is it that uncool people are writing it? Or is that it's that there's like a 56 year old like media mogul who's like, ooh, alcohol capsules, ooh, edible Tide Pods. Yeah, like they couldn't just write the article for the like sake of writing the article. Four separate art. The whole first page of articles when I was doodling alcohol capsules was about Tide Pods. Yes. <laughs> you know what it is? I think media corporations can't keep up with trends. Mm hmm. Because they're not posters. Because by the time, no, because by the time you actually talk about anything that's happening, it's already dead. True. Yeah. The meme economy can't keep up. We're going to crash. Mm-hmm. We're in a meme economy bubble. That's why print media, but also digital media that has actual words is dead. Yes. They could have just said the exact same thing with like a picture of an alcohol capsule and then like equals sign Scotch bottle plus Tide Pod. That would have told me everything. If they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> they could do that. <laughs> what we need to do is we need to eliminate the written word. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There won't be posts anymore. There will only be pictures and sounds. That's all I want. I had like four people try to cure my concussion last night. Really? They were all drunk. What they do? Give you shaking baby syndrome again to see if it would cancel out? <laughs> One person said I needed to go to vision therapy, and then another person was like, I studied neuroscience, and I was like, what do I need to do? And she's like, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> What's vision therapy? Is that I like... I don't know. Sounds racist to me. Um... <laughs> Anyways, ban words. <laughs> you could just do some old newfie concussion medicine, like, oh, does your head hurt? Yeah. Okay, want me to punch you in the stomach to take your mind off it? <laughs> I wish someone would just give me another concussion, you know? <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm a no-go on alcohol capsules. Me too. I don't think it's a good idea. When I worked at the liquor store, they wouldn't, weren't even selling airplane-sized bottles at my store anymore because people were drinking them on the go. Yeah. People were buying them, drinking them in their car in the parking lot, and then throwing them out out because they were, like, needed getting the shades or whatever. Yeah. I think it's a really, really bad idea. Yeah. I am just hoping that it, it's, like, a publicity stunt. Like, yeah, yeah. Scotch sales are probably down because boomers are dying at an alarming rate. And, and I say, sucks. I say, keep it coming, baby. <laughs> well, maybe they'll OD on all the Scotch pods. They, then... they, no, they're too committed to pretending they liked the taste. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> Fuck. You're like, I think this is a horrible idea. Yeah. Like, really. If I wanted to consume nail polish remover, I would drink it in a tumbler with ice cubes. I'm not a fucking animal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so disgusting. It's so gross. I hated liquor besides vodka, even when I did drink. Vodka and tequila are the only good liquors. Tequila and like a margarita, maybe. Yeah, like in a mix. But I mean, like, that's just because I want to eat straight salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the point of the tequila shot is, is, to the salt. is to pour the salt shaker into your mouth. <laughs> okay, I'm getting. I need to stop being <laughs> Should we talk about police brutality? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
So, um, a poli- former police officer from Dallas went on trial this week for the murder of her neighbor, whose name was Botham Jean. He was shot and killed in 2016. And she received 10 years in prison for the murder mm-hmm. um, out of a possible 99 years. So she got a top sentence. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a cop sentence is really not getting punished normally. A top sentence is paid leave, yeah. but she's not a cop anymore. She's not a cop. She was fired shortly after. Yeah. Um, and she received 10 years in prison. Apparently, it was pretty hard for the jury to decide they needed to keep going back over what the definition of manslaughter is versus murder. And the defense that her attorneys were using mm-hmm. um, was something called the Castle okay. Rule. Mm-hmm. which is very similar to the stand your ground law in a Florida. man's home is his castle exactly a lady top's home is her, is her castle. castle girl boss <laughs> um so basically what happened is she went into his apartment which she apparently thought was her own mm-hmm. although her apartment was one floor below his okay and she shot him because she allegedly thought that there was an intruder in her house so they tried to argue that Although she wasn't in her own home, she Mm -hmm. thought she was. Did she open the door and immediately shoot him? Basically. He was sitting at the kitchen table eating ice cream and she shot him. Yeah. Because, like, to me, going into the wrong apartment is understandable. I used to go to the apartment that was either the floor above me or below me all the time when I lived in a multi-floor building. Yeah. But... You see someone in there and you're like, not my apartment. Literally. (laughs) Right? It's like walking into, I mean, the quote-unquote Ron bathroom. Yeah, you walk in and someone's already in there and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so, okay. The person who was like the main witness in the trial Mm -hmm. to testify that, like, she did shoot him and whatever was Mm -hmm. a former neighbor. Okay. And when I was looking up this article today, Mm -hmm. he was just murdered. Oh. And apparently he, like, had no affiliation to anything that would kind of be a precursor or, like, a risk factor for a random shooting. Okay. It seemed personal. Like, it wasn't, like, a drive-by, but he wasn't involved in any gang activity. He wasn't in a relationship. Okay. There was nothing that would... Risk factors. No risk factors. Mm -hmm. So people think that it was, like, a hit because he testified against a cop. Yeah. Yeah, which is really sad. Probably. Um, I'm just going to look up his name. But you told me that when you were kind of looking or hearing about this, you didn't know that the cop was a woman. No, everyone who told me about this story was like, oh, a cop killed somebody. And I just automatically assumed it was a man. Assumed it was a man. Um, until I saw the article myself, you were the only person who, when you messaged me about it, said that it was a lady cop, yeah. but I, which I already knew from the article, but then I was reminded that I had, nobody had told me that it was a woman, which yeah. I thought was interesting because normally that's the sort of thing that you would lead with because obviously it's kind of an anomaly. It is. Yeah. So the neighbor that got shot was named Joshua Brown. So he also died, which is really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that I was saying, I think it's actually important that she's a woman mm-hmm. is because, you know, we have this huge history of police shootings, right? Mm-hmm. And pretty much all of them have gotten off without any jail time. Mm-hmm. But now that a woman 
committed a shooting, they fired her right away and she got prison time. That's... It's like that Asian cop who went to jail for shooting someone. Yeah, well, I think police forces are famously unfriendly to people that they consider other. Yeah, even if they're club. cops, exactly. Mm-hmm. It does the like protectionist stylings of like police officers when it comes to their own doesn't necessarily apply to that and you can definitely see that yeah in police force harassment statistics for women mm-hmm. and gay cops yeah honestly like thank god she was a minority because she's mm-hmm. actually getting fucking jail time but mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously though right because if she yeah. was a white guy she probably would not have even gone to trial no that's true so they did call it manslaughter Or they called it second degree. Second degree. That's good. So she could have gotten off, obviously, but the minimum Mm. was five years. Yeah. Which is probably what she would have gotten if they'd ruled manslaughter. Yeah. But she got 10 years, um, whereas she could have gotten up to 99, but Mm. it was kind of like a, we understand why it happened, but... It's weird that she shot him when he was eating ice cream. That to me is, I'm like, okay, like... Either something is fucking up with her, like yeah. she's like a PTSD case or something, yeah. or she just she knew what was going on. Yeah, and it, like I would be scared if I walked into my apartment and somebody was eating ice cream, but my instinct would be to leave. Leave your apartment. Yeah. Yes. That's their apartment now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, if there yeah. was someone just in your apartment, I think you'd be more likely to shoot them if they were, like, If you going, were already in there and they came in after. And they came in. Mm-hmm. Or you walked in and they were, like, standing there. Also with a gun. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the eating ice cream thing is weird. And that's why I asked also how far she was into the apartment when she shot him. Yeah. Because even if she thought it was her apartment when she opened the door, she should have realized as soon as she got in that there was a someone who wasn't supposed to be there but b that it wouldn't have been her furnishings yeah i'm i'm curious to know what the layout of the apartment is yeah all the articles i read we didn't get any details on that probably because it was just like if you walked into my apartment you would be in the kitchen right away yeah but yeah you can't possibly know right no (laughs) it's pretty dark (laughs) yeah maybe she thought the ice cream was a gun I don't, you know, you know what cops are like. Maybe she was really upset that he was eating her ice cream. <laughs> well, I mean, what flavor was it, to be fair? Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Vegan Cherry Garcia. <laughs> no! <laughs> Somebody has to pay. I uh, think she had some sort of, this isn't a defense of her at all, mm. but it said that, like, Everyone was saying that the incident was, like, a perfect storm okay. of of previous, like, issues. So I feel like she was some sort of fucking, like, trigger happy, like... She was already not in the force anymore, right? No, she still was. Oh, she still was. But I was. don't know if she was, like, on desk duty or something, maybe. Okay. It sounded like there had been something else that had happened, but they didn't say what it was. Okay, yeah. So she probably wasn't not to be trusted even more than most cops yeah <laughs> with a service weapon definitely the thing of that people who like are like raw raw gun rights here's what i don't understand people even rational people made completely erratic decisions all the time absolutely having a gun in the equation in my opinion is never a good idea 
I tried to catch a knife that I dropped today with my bare hand. Like <laughs> a falling knife has no handle. handle. <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah, you don't, you never know how you're going to react in a situation that you're not expecting. No, you can't know. Of course not. <laughs> like, why would you put something into the equation that is equally unpredictable? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, this is a real, real girl boss episode. <laughs> so we've covered Elizabeth Warren. We cover putting alcohol capsules in your pussy. Yes, <laughs> lady cops. <laughs> More female police, police officers, officers killing civilians. <laughs> <laughs> the future liberals want. So I guess we should just round it out and talk about Hillary Clinton. Hill dog. Chill dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Hillary Clinton went on the record this week saying that Dane in her marriage was the bravest thing that she ever did. I mean, that's probably true. Like for her personally. What else has she done? But how is it, how is it brave? It's not. Yeah. But what else has she done? Okay, true. Arguably, it's brave to run for president, completely fail, and then write a book about it. (laughs) Arguably, it's brave to be a fucking loser. On that large of a public scale? Yeah. Absolutely. Kudos. It's Most so... open mic comedians wish they had Hillary level balls and <laughs> ability to tolerate shame. I don't really think it's brave to stay with um, like a rich man who's the president of the United States after he cheats on you. I think it's basically your only option. It is. Think about political wives over the years. They always stay with their cheating, strummy husband. Yeah. Until at least their political term is up. Is up, yes. I mean, I it guess she like could have gotten a divorce, quo. but who cares? Yeah, but like, <laughs> even if your husband cheated on you, you probably wouldn't divorce him while he was president of the United States. You're probably not allowed. Yeah, that's what, right? that's what I'm thinking. Well, at least you'd be seriously like advised against it. Yeah. Every pressure would be for you to stay. Mm-hmm. In, so she did what everyone wanted her to do and expected her to do brave very brave status quo yes status quo queen Queen. (laughs) legend of sticking to the status quo yeah it was really brave of her to slut shame monica Lewinsky, who was arguably a victim in this entire thing (laughs) victim blaming legend (laughs) (laughs) honestly that was powerful I saw a lot of people posting about her comparing staying with um, Bill Clinton to like having a trans child or to something. Still loving, to still loving your child if they came out as trans. Does she think trans means transgression? I don't know what she thinks <laughs> trans means. I also don't think it's brave to not disown your child after they come out. No. That, again, uh, status quo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... Okay, I don't think there is brave or not brave to, or honorable or not honorable to stay with or leave your partner if they cheat on you. I, I mean, the DBM official take is that cheating isn't, like, across the board always a huge the deal. The worst thing you can do to someone. Yeah. No. Um, and I don't disrespect people that have stayed with their partners after cheating. No. Especially because Hillary 
and Bill, like... They don't fuck anyways. That's what I'm saying. It <laughs> seems like they're in a marriage of convenience. Yeah, like... Aside from a point of personal pride and it being embarrassing for you in the public eye, what investment would Hillary Clinton have in her husband not fucking other people? None. That's what I don't understand is that people who treat marriage like an ownership contract... Yeah. Where it's like, they're not fucking their partner. They've never really been fucking their partner it's never been like a love match Mm-mm. like a sexual passionate affair yeah so what investment do they have in keeping their partner from fucking other people that's what Nothing, doesn't make sense do to me about people who get mad about people cheating in marriages that have been dead for like a decade or more yeah it doesn't make sense it's like you're not sucking your husband's dick you think nobody else is going to? Well, it's like, it's going to happen anyway. You so. can't lay that claim. No. Divorce them or let them fuck other people. <laughs> Those <laughs> like, are the two oh, options. Honestly. Like, because it's going to happen no matter what. Yes. Or it won't, and you're both going to be miserable forever. Yes. <laughs> I, I hate the idea of, like, personal actions being brave, what do you mean? Like, that only are just decisions that only affect you in your personal life? No. So, like, it just feels really, like, lib femi to be, like, any individual action that I choose, like, mm-hmm. staying with my cheating husband or not staying with my cheating husband is, yeah. like, brave or commendable. Because any action that you make, other people don't have to perceive it any specific way. Like, your life doesn't affect other people. Like, maybe my brain is broken, but I can't just I can't just break myself of, of the framework where thinking about other, like, totally inconsequential things that people talk about being brave. Like, it, it always seems condescending. Yeah. For somebody else to refer to something as being brave. Like, it, the energy, like, the liberal feminist energy of, like, an understanding of bravery to me is like when like a fat woman wears a bikini to the beach yeah and people are like wow she's so brave and it's like no, no. that's really just her business that's, same that's thing what I'm same saying. thing yeah. with same thing with Hillary Clinton like that's really just your business it's not it's, it's a lot of projection. it doesn't it doesn't mean any it, there's no meaning no to her actions here or there and you it know it doesn't affect it, anybody else and also, I don't think it plays to her base that she would say that about staying in her marriage. Because I think everybody that's like, uh, yes, Queen Hillary, I would be like, yes, dump his cheating ass. The <laughs> like, younger ones, yeah. Put your hair in a bun and listen to Beyonce. <laughs> Even older Clintonite era would be the same, yeah. Yeah. They're all single or divorced. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Honestly, the only actual brave action mm-hmm. is doing bad open mic comedy. That is brave. I love it when people tell me that doing comedy is brave. I'm like, it is if you're... Why? Why? <laughs> Why is it brave? Again, that's just based on their perception of something. Yeah. People who are exposed to you every day of your life will not like you. It's just that doing stand-up comedy, you give more people exposure to you to decide whether or not they don't like you. (laughs) I guess that's brave. (laughs) What's the worst thing that's going to happen? 
nothing. Yeah. Like, literally <laughs> I can't even think of something. What's the bravest thing that you've ever done? I don't think I've done anything particularly brave. I'm going to be honest. On a personal level, maybe it was brave to quit my office job and tell my when my boss asked me why I tell him it was because I was going to shoot myself in the mouth if I didn't do it. Yes, girl. Yes. Queen. Queen. Yes. Let's t- <laughs> let's talk about how brave it was for you to come out of the closet as a 14-year-old baby today. <laughs> That was so brave. It's like so, nobody even knew. So- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Let's talk about the internet. The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. You have a beef this week? All right. I do have a beef this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had the experience that you have also recently had mm-hmm. where one of my tweets got posted to two Instagram meme accounts. Yes. So annoying. Yes. It's embarrassing to see your tweet on another platform. Yes. And they didn't even credit me. That's what bothers me. Yeah. There's so many accounts that are just like aggregators of other people's contents though. Yeah. I mean, that's what BuzzFeed does. Yeah. I hate that though. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I think they should pay like residuals to like any advertising that's on that page should be distributed amongst the people who's tweets that they've collected but they don't have to there's no way no they don't have to but it's just like they're just like content farming yeah people friend of the pod live like it happens to her all the fucking time yeah must i guess you block it out after a while it's really annoying and also it's like when people send me my own tweets being posted on instagram yeah it's like i know when i don't care and also why do people think it's cool when your tweets make it to instagram it's like twitter is a whole platform just because you only use instagram yeah doesn't people are like oh my god are you famous on twitter it's like no i'm not but like you also don't have twitter so So why would you know Yeah. yeah i guess it's like cool if you see someone that you know but then at the same time it's like if you've actually had it happen to you you're like oh this sucks <laughs> yeah especially because it's like it's never something funny no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that's why i pivoted into normie tweets and it worked <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> my other tweets were too alienating <laughs> i liked being alienated. i got told my tweets were alienating last night really yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. It's better than being told your behavior is alienating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I like I acting alienating. Like, yeah, in the too, dream actually. room. Oh, yeah. It's so funny to me. I don't me. want people to talk to me in there if I don't like them. It's not that I don't want people to talk to me. It's that I just want to act like myself. Yeah. And then if it, if it alienates people, so be it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Do you have a beef? Yeah, I just briefly, like, I, I tweeted about people having, like, super old parents. Yeah. Like, people that are, like, my age having parents that are, like, 65 or 70. And I just said that it's weird. It and is. it always freaks me out when I find out about it. Yeah. Um, And then so many people were quote tweeting me being like, uh, some people don't want to have children until later in life. And it's like, okay. Doesn't mean it's not weird. Okay, you're made out of old eggs. Shut up. 
that's why you're doing this. Your brain died because <laughs> the eggs that made you were 45 years old. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you really need to watch yourself tweeting about people's parents and grandparents, eh? No. I won't. Fuck all of their parents. They're probably, they're losers and it's probably genetic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it's weird to me too because like our parents are similar ages because we're the same age and it would be weird if my parents were like 60. My parents are older than, 60s like sort of still make sense. Yeah, that's fine. Just they would have had you in their like mid thirties or whatever, right? Yeah. But my parents are fifty four and fifty six or something like that. Yeah, my parents are fifty three and fifty seven. Yeah, totally you know, normal. Within that range, is my normal. stepdad's older, but he's not my biological dad, obviously. So it's, so it's fine. Doesn't apply. Yeah. And his, my well, mom the is son is thirty two. Like, yeah. So it all made sense. Yeah. But I was just like, okay, stop quote. I hate it when people come for me about something that I tweeted and it's so obvious that they just don't like it because that's what their life is like. Yeah. It's like, sorry, your life's sad. Yeah. It's like, okay, sorry, you're feeding your parents like baby food and you're like 21. That's weird. (laughs) It has nothing to do with me. Your parents did that to you. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, um, actually, I think that it's totally okay that my dad's a pervert. <laughs> Literally. It's like, um, actually, I actually, think cool. I think that it's dope that my dad is 85 and my mom's 41. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like, you don't have to be okay with that. Like, okay, is your mom Anna Nicole Smith? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Because I saw that picture of Anna Nicole Smith the other day, yeah. and I was like, she was so hot. Oh, yeah. At the wedding? Yeah. Honestly, dolls. Yeah. Iconic. I know. Rest in peace. Do you think that the Adams family relationship between Joan Cusack and Uncle Fester was based on that? I think it was the, the aesthetics. S- it was the same era. Yeah, I think the it was. Aesthetics, definitely. So she wasn't hot. even that young in that movie, though. Joan she Cusack? She was young, though-ish. She was hot. She was in her 30s? Maybe she's just always looked kind of age ambiguous. Yeah, because she still doesn't look super old. Not that she's old, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I think she just kind of like probably has good work. Yeah. And it's not obvious that she's had work done because she's like not an idiot. (laughs) True. You know, in terms of like being able to play different roles. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Her finest work, honestly, Stool of Rock. I agree. <laughs> Adam's family and School, School of, of Rock. Rock. Also, when she played the mom in Confessions of a Shopaholic, that was like a total like diet shamer. Okay, yes. Right? When she keeps telling her to cut a smaller piece of cake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that Honestly, that warmed my heart because I saw my mom and myself in that. Yeah. <laughs> she plays relatable. Isla Fisher, Confessions yeah. of a Shopaholic. One of the sexiest celebrity couples, Sasha Baron Cohen and Isla Fisher. So He's hot. more than a foot taller than her. I know. So hot. It's, they're so hot. I know. <laughs> they were and like funny. First, yeah, they're both really funny. Yeah. They have really cute kids. Mm-hmm. They're Jewish. Yes. She converted for him. Nice. From Irish Catholicism, which is hot. I want to to convert, but I don't want to marry a religious guy, but I want to convert. Okay, me. (laughs) Is that psycho? 
I want to convert so bad. I think it's romantic. It is. <laughs> I guess I'll just settle for getting a name tattoo on my asshole or something. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> All right, should we do Dumb Bitch of the Week? Yeah. Okay, it's time for Dumb, Dumb Bitch, Bitch of, of the, the week. week. Guys, I got a good one. So after my tweet about being a leftist with a fat ass went viral, mm-hmm. someone messaged me whose username is underscore JC Penny. Okay. And said, must be nice being a leftist crying emoji. You got a Republican president for another six years, buddy. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. Draw off. Made <laughs> major Twitter said, let me see those cheeks. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just glad that he got it out because he clearly really needed to like express that. That's funny. Yeah. He's just mad because he can't be thick like his, uh, his president. Yeah, daddy president. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your dumb bitch. Okay, it's gonna take a minute because... I'm scared. It's a reoccurring dumb bitch. (gasps) So I have to go back and find the old messages so that the new messages have context. This is your, this is your favorite type, isn't it? I'm I'm like, I'm... You're I'm excited. bent over right now. I'm like, my heart's palpitating. Inge- I'm like sweating. In- inject the DMs into me. I'm like wet. <laughs> okay. So I got a message in the beginning of August. Okay. And this woman said... A woman. Can I ask you why my husband would be messaging you? Oh, yes. And I said, I don't know who your husband is. LOL. So she said, I'm sorry to be crazy. I said, okay, well, if you tell me who your husband is, I'm sure I can provide context. She said, his name is David. His username on Instagram is blank. I said, I don't have any messages from him. I'm sorry. It must be somebody else. I just checked. I'm not even following him. And then I sent her a screenshot of the thought that he didn't follow me. Mm-hmm. I said, he doesn't follow me. He's never messaged me. I hope that helps. She said, it does. Thank you. I'm sorry again. And thank you for your kindness. I said, no problem. Okay. Then he sent me a message and said, why the heck did my wife think I was messaging you? I said, I have no idea. She must have been mixed up with someone else. He said, bizarre. Then the next day he said, can I ask you for some relationship advice? Then, on Monday of this week, he said, well, I can't lie, you are extremely hot. And then just today, he said, are you in Ottawa? They're from Ottawa. Yeah. So, what happened was, for some reason, his wife thought he was messaging me. Yeah. He wasn't. Mm -hmm. But then she, I guess alerted him to my existence and now he's trying to hit me up oh my god okay you know what his thought process is what he was like she's already checked there you think so so now it's safe to message this person because she already thinks that i didn't message her Right. right i oh i like preemptively gave him the out yeah Unless she's already still suspicious about me. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. I said, yeah, no, I don't even know him, which is exactly what someone who was having an affair with would her say. husband would say. <laughs> this is too many mental gymnastics for me. I'm going to be honest. But I don't understand these people. Maybe he was, he doesn't follow me, but maybe he was like lurking me. So she thought and that she, he was messaging you or something. Yeah. Maybe I was in like his history or something. Yeah. Or it's possible that he's liked one of your Instagram photos before without following From like you. the explore feed or right? something. How would I know? Yeah. Why would she assume that that means he's messaging me? I don't know. Unless he has a history of it. Yes. So here's what I'm saying. Because initially I was like, okay, this chick is crazy. Because this has yeah. happened to me before that people have like sent me these elaborate messages like calling me a slut and saying that I'm like stealing their man or whatever. And I like don't even know their man. Yeah. You, or like yeah. I s- am sort of acquainted with their man, but have like never really talked to them but or not whatever. Of your own volition. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So initially I was like, she's crazy, but then I was like, oh no, she definitely has reasons to suspect him. Because he's doing this. It shit. just has nothing to do with me. Yeah. No, it's not about you, but it's valid. But now she's caused a problem for herself. Yes. Because now he's messaging you. Yes. So if he didn't know about me before He does now. She fucked up. Yeah. But <laughs> Also, I kind of want to find out what this guy's up to. I'm going to look him up on LinkedIn. <gasps> yeah. Right? Well, they're, like, involving you in this problem now. So I feel like you have the right to do a little snooping. Exactly. I have the right to know, like, now that I'm involved in the personal drama of these people's lives, I want to learn a little bit more about who David is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's his deal? If I already know all about the story art, I got to get some background on the characters. Yeah, you need to know what you're dealing with here. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm a married woman, but I love a little bit of drama. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> should we do tweets of the week? Yeah. I'll pull mine up. Stay tuned to see if Dave... Should I start? I don't want to, like, respond to him. No. You know what you should do? What? Look him up. Get out all the info you can. Mm-hmm. And then if you really want to stir up something because you're mm-hmm. bored, send her a screenshot of him messaging you. Because, like, girl solidarity, right? Yeah. You don't want her to f- figure it out and then come back and get mad at you again. True. Because that's worse than you just sending her the screenshot. Yes. For the sake of transparency. And also, it just makes me sad when women send me messages like this. Because it's, like, it's even probably if I, happened before. Even if I haven't done anything. Yeah. Because, like, at first it's like, oh, my God, why is this strange woman calling me a, a whore? Yeah. But then it's, like... Ladies, we've all been there. It's such that she's <laughs> obviously, like, really going through, like, some sort of, like emotional turmoil over slash like jealousy inspired psychosis yeah but still you know no but it's it sucks that's what i'm saying it doesn't feel good no no it doesn't (laughs) i've never been messaging people being like did you fuck my boyfriend me neither but but i've definitely like internally going on in my i've had the feeling i I understand i've had had the feeling just not the impulse yes You know, and it sucks. And it's like, honestly, (laughs) I only feel bad for the guy in that situation if the person he's dating is legitimately like unhinged and doing this. And then it's like breakup. Yeah. Like a lot of the time. It does happen a lot lot of the time where someone is just psychotically jealous. Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, But, you know, Mm -hmm. and otherwise it's like, okay, this isn't really appropriate. You shouldn't be involving me in your relationship problems. But it's like, but they have a reason why they're feeling this way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it's not made up normally. Dave, your nameless wife, take a seat. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Take a seat over there. Let's work through this. Yeah. Why were you messaging uh, at no money, no honey saying? Yeah. So Pull the weird. chat logs. So weird. It's so weird. Anyways. I can't believe they're local. That's horrible. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, what are the chances? Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Can I read you my tweet of the week? Mm-hmm. It's from a repeat tweeter. Okay. At CIA GoFundMe. Yes, Andy. Very funny, man. Andy. You're not a witch. You took a... You work... Sorry. I'm going to start over. You're not a witch. You work at Subway and have a tattoo appointment scheduled for Friday that you can't afford because your boyfriend crashed your 2002 Toyota Camry. (laughs) I love tweets about how people aren't witches. Me too. Uh, my my boyfriend was harming me yesterday by making me go through the Instagram page of something called Coven Collective. It's all pictures of like <laughs> naked women in like a field, Ugh. and he got he got mad at me because they have like this whole thing about how being a witch is intersectional. Right. They were like, witchcraft is not just for white women. And I was like, according to the Instagram, it is just for white women with BMIs over 26. (laughs) Over? Yeah. (laughs) My friend that I used to work with came Mm -hmm. into work one day and she's like, look at this Instagram account. And it was like this local girl that is a tattoo artist here. Mm -hmm. And she kept posting on Instagram about um, being a witch and posting all the it was like this girl's alt account okay where she would post her like psychotic like ruby car poems about being a witch i don't remember what her name is i'll need to figure it out but it was like the poetry was so bad yeah it's so dark like i like i wish that i believed casting a spell would do anything okay tell me if you think that this is true okay a lot of people that claim that they're, like, witches are, like, kind of turfy. I was gonna say have border- borderline personality. <laughs> <laughs> also that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, why do we think that they're turfy aside from their haircuts? <laughs> because they're all, like, um, being a woman is powerful. Like, connect to your, like moon power like blah 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 right, like, like my uterus right like uh it's very like pussy power it's very like, like pussy it, power it's like, very uh, like free bleeding free bleeding under the moon yeah okay it's all about really engaging with your womanhood in the way that is the least attractive as possible to men yes exactly <laughs> my ex-girlfriend made me read this book called cunt I feel like I've heard of this. It's in the same vein as, like, The Ethical Slut. Yeah. it It's, like, a blue cover with an orange flower on it. Yes. I have seen this book and cover before. it's all, like, pussy power. And the author had to, like, write an addendum, like, the year after she wrote it, being like, anybody can have a cunt. Because <laughs> everyone was like, this is transphobic. Honestly, anyone can be cunty. Yeah. But objectively speaking, like, it's... Sh- that's not what she meant. No, that's not what she means. No. Like, our friend Liam just... is famously a cunt without having one. Yeah. That's absolutely. Queen. <laughs> 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 and we love that, but, like, it, 
it's gender. It's kind of gender essentialist. It, 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 the book was very gender essentialist. And I think that that's a lot of the vibe that I get from a lot of that sort of Because narrative. it's all about making candles that are shaped like your vagina. Yeah. And making art out of your period blood and stuff. And it's fine to celebrate whatever you have going on for yourself. But when you do it too much, you're kind of being exclusionary in your... Yeah. You're whatever. You're like politic. I think it's like... um. There are a lot of trans women... Witches. Yeah. I'm just saying, historically, witch culture is quite is gender essentialist. Very pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, I think the whole, it's a lot of about, a lot of it is about like connecting to your body. Yeah. Which is like, honestly, mm-hmm. some people are never going to be connected to their body. And that whole movement is very like bio essentialist. I'm all about. Getting as far away from, from my, my body, body as, as possible. possible. <laughs> Me too. I'm trying to be a brain in a jar with acrylic nails. If anyone knows how to make that happen, <laughs> link up, please. Link up. The only good thing I a brain with a wig and acrylic <laughs> and nails and like uh like glasses. Yes, slutty. Yeah. <laughs> I think that these women need to learn to exactly. These people need to learn how to turn connect with their mind and learn that magic isn't real this is reminiscent of dahlia saint knives tweet which was my tweet of the week which it was if you're a witch why did your boyfriend cheat on you with a waitress from buffalo wild wings yes (laughs) (laughs) which is which is like objectively true and I, i want to point out that i do think that like Intention can be powerful, but only because keeping things in the front of your mind forces you to, like, determine, like, actionable ways to achieve those things. It helps you inform your actions. I think that's why Manifest Destiny works. Because it's, like... No, but seriously, because if you're, like, I'm manifesting having a boyfriend or whatever, for example, that's not gonna work. If you're, like, I really want a boyfriend, and then you think about it logically, and you make yourself somebody that people would want to date... Yeah, exactly. That's that's like turning your thoughts into actions. Obviously, that works. There's nothing magical about that aside from like... The power <laughs> of uh, thinking and... The power like, of, of will. Yeah. And like making decisions and taking steps towards achieving your goals. Intentionality <laughs> only works in self-directed ways. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can't control... Other people. Exactly. External outcomes. Yeah. Of course. You know, like, if I was, like, I'm manifesting getting this apartment by, uh, you know, just thinking about it really hard. It's like, no, I'm manifesting getting this apartment by looking for apartments and trying to be the first person to send in my... And being prepared references for information. And first in my last month's rent. Yeah. And, like, I'm manifesting having more money by trying to find a second job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We cracked it. I hate witches, dude. Me too. All right. Got a tweet? I do. From friend of the pod, Laura, aka Saturn Return. Yes. And her tweet was, I know they uphold the colonial project, but I think pioneer villages are tight. I want to put on a dunce trap, make a wax candle, and spin some yarn. Yes. Yes. I love that tweet. Yes. I'm really into like pilgrim... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm really into the traditional meaning of finding the meaning of Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, What if 
finding the true meaning of Christmas, but finding the, the true, true meaning of Thanksgiving. Murdering an indigenous person and, like, toiling the land. Yeah, all right. Maybe I'll walk that one back a little bit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I don't care. I thought it was about making arts and crafts out of corn, but okay, go true, off. Okay, true. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Alice, yeah. was, is, is mm-hmm. really into pioneers and went to pioneer camp every year for a long time and She's, dressed like a pioneer right up until grade 10. No. She does shoe bottle high. No, like, long skirt peasant blouse. Okay. Sensible shoe. No. You know how you can tell someone who's, like, a Christian at a wedding? Mm -hmm. They're wearing, like, a dress with a shoe that's way too sensible to be wearing at a wedding. Yeah. And they're, like, under 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, like, a comfort flat? Mm -hmm. Horrible sign that somebody still believes in Jesus. People shouldn't wear flats. (laughs) That's a hot take, but I agree that it's not appropriate to wear flats to a formal event. Yes. Unless you, like, have to for a medical reason or yeah, something. Yeah, that's fine. Or you're wearing, like, like kind of a, a fancy sandal and a lawn dress and it's, like, a summer wedding. Yeah, like, a sandal flat is different. Yes, exactly. Like, a flat flat at a wedding? Not mm. okay. You can pack flats. For later. Yes. Because you should never be dancing in your bare feet. No. And you should know yourself. You should look inside yourself and know that you're not going to be able to wear those shoes all night. Especially if you're not someone who normally wears high heels. Yes. And you should know yourself enough to know that you're going to drink like 10 vodka trans. And then you're going to have your shoes off and in your hand. And that's disgusting. It's gross. And it just looks bad. I just think that, like, another really good option instead mm-hmm. of a flat is, like, a flat platform. A flat form. Yeah. Sexy. Sexy and cute. Mm-hmm. And not an ugly ballet flat. <laughs> yeah, even a block heel. A block heel, yeah. Literally, you can wear a block heel that's, like, two inches. Yeah. Cute. It's fine. It's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. It does not hurt. <laughs> you know what's chaotic? What? People get married in Converse. I fucking hate that. What about high tops? Dude, if you're Ugh. if you're a woman. We're listen, a cowboy I'm not, I'm not, Yes. I'm going to put this all on the line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wear a wedding dress or prom dress with a cowboy boot. Like, you're Taylor Swift in, like, 2006. It's kind of hot. It is hot. Yeah. But you have to accept that you're, like, you're doing pop country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're doing crossover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, and be careful or you can go into, like, a camel wedding dress zone like if you're a woman and you're still wearing high top converse in the year of our lord 2019 get rid of them yes get rid of them they cut everybody's fucking legs off your legs look crazy it doesn't matter how skinny your legs are no it looks bad or how sexy your legs are even if you got big thick legs like if you're wearing like especially if you're wearing shorts or skirt with high top converse, so you just need to know low top converse totally fine because you can see like your the ankle in the bottom of your leg. Nobody's leg looks good. Cut off at the ankle unless you're wearing a heel. Yeah, that absolutely. I don't think that they should be allowed to make high top converse anymore. Okay, go like, off. Low tops only. Why do men think that if a shoe covers your ankle, it's a winter boot? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? They're like, oh, I just wear Vans all winter, like high top Vans. No. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is Canada. <laughs> yeah. 
you know what? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm about to finish talking about footwear, but like the low cut <laughs> half socks that people wear inside sneakers, it's like toughen up your feet and don't wear socks. Or just wear socks. Or wear socks. It's fine. It's not uncool to show your socks. No. Men- Unless you're wearing slip-on bands. Straight men shouldn't show their ankles. Okay, that's the end of my talk. <laughs> Straight men shouldn't show their ankles, so you cannot wear slip-on bands because you cannot wear shoes with those. Socks with those, sorry. You can wear socks with slip-on bands as long as you don't... No, you can't. You can't. Me- Straight men should not wear slip-on bands. No. You're right. It looks like a big slipper. Yeah, you're right. Plus they have... What if, you've like, what if you're like tall and you have big feet? You just look like you're wearing stuba flippers. My friend Keegan and I went to buy him Vans. Yeah. And his girlfriend and I were like, do not buy those when he tried on the slip-on ones because he has size 13 feet and he's like over six feet tall. Yeah. And we were like, do not buy those. They looked like slippers. Yeah. It's so weird. Men's feet are so strange. Yeah. You could literally live in my boyfriend's shoe. They're so big. I know. You're so small and they're so big. They're like size 13 or 14. Everything, oh, that's a house. Everything looks like, yeah, Damn, why'd I pay for an apartment? <laughs> we don't camp and we don't even bring a tent. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon for mm-hmm. bonus episodes. We're going to be guesting on a podcast later this week. And we're going to put out a Patreon episode this week as well. Yeah. And you can check out our merch store. It's dumbbitchmedia.redbubble.com. The link is also in our Twitter bio. Great. Great. Thanks so much. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.